Hey guys, welcome to F1 in the Sun with your hosts, McKenna, Joe, and Zach. What's going on, everyone? It's F1 in the Sun, Monday morning. I'm your host, Zach, and with me is Joe. Hello there. Uh, No McKenna again. She's still sick, but she's doing better. It's good to hear. Yep. She'll uh, hopefully be back by next week. Yeah, she'll, she'll be back for the Mexican Grand Prix. But uh, we are in review mode. Yes, of this um, weekend, we'll say. <laughs> and I guess we'll start off with... I, I think we have to start with a, a congratulations. Max has entered a very pristine, pristine oh, yeah, 50, uh... group of 50, 50 GP winners. Race wins. He is one from tying Alan Prost. Now keep in mind, they did do a lot fewer races back then. Yeah. So, yes, it means a lot now, but not to the extent. I think it means, I think it just, it means a lot because he's done it so quick. Yeah, the speed, 100%. Yeah, like he's, he's done it so, so quick compared to all these other drivers that will have long careers. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Max isn't going to have a long career. Well, he said he's not going to have that long of a career. But it, it hasn't exactly been a long career as of right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, ultimately, he's done quite a few of those 50 in the last two years. Yeah. Well, he's done 30 now. 15 this year, 15 last year. Holy Christ. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's enough said. Um, wow. But yes, congratulations. Yes, well done to Max. Um, and I guess before we go into reviewing the race, we're going to start with Saturday. Yes. In the sprint shootout and the sprint. Which for you guys who don't know who what a sprint shootout is, it's the qualifying. They just like change the names up because they like to confuse everyone. Yeah, it's essentially just a condensed qualifying to a condensed race. Yeah. That's, they... that's what it is. Yep, ran mediums for... Uh, Q1, Q2, and then softs for Q3. Yeah. Uh, honestly, pretty uneventful. We had one impeding, which was George Russell on Leclerc, and Leclerc, Leclerc. had a... Uh... Leclerc. We're not going to start this again. <laughs> and uh... Leclerc's radio message was... Uh... <laughs> it was entertaining. <laughs> it was very right and proper. All you hear is... And that's a penalty for Mr. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> just um, like he, the way he said it too, it sounded like he was just out for a stroll. Yeah. Or if he, you know, he just like grading a paper. Yeah. And, um, and then Max had an oopsie and went for a spin. Yeah. He, he wanted to do a little, a little 360. Yeah. He still got pole. Yeah. Uh, so, but you know, but, uh, the sprint shootout went as follows. So P20 Logan Sargent. Who we're going to touch on a little later. If anybody's listened to previous podcasts, already already knows because I said we would never talk about Logan Sargent until a certain something happened. But we have broken that promise. Yeah, but it's more than make like like genuinely talk about him. We've made fun of him. That's true. Moving on. Uh, P nineteen was Yuki Sonoda. P eighteen was Valtteri Bottas. P seventeen was Kevin Magnussen. P sixteen was Nico Hulkenberg. So those were our, those were our five slowest drivers in the sprint. 
Uh, moving into the next five, you've got Zhou Guangyu in P15, Lance Stroll in P14, Esteban Ocon in P13, Fernando Alonso, P12. Yep, still a little low for him. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Daniel Ricciardo, P11. Yeah, uh, I think good result for him um, in front of Yuki, which is important. Yep. But definitely a, uh, yeah, good It was, job it was a good sign. Uh, moving into the top 10 of the sprint shootout, you had Pierre Gasly, P10. Mm-hmm. You had Alexander Albon in P9. Good run from him. You had George Russell, P8. Who got dropped down uh, due to the impeding. Yep. Got a uh, three-place grid penalty. Yes. Uh, then you have Sergio Checo Perez in P7. I'm not going to lie, a little higher than we expect him nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say he made Q3. <laughs> uh, Carlos P6. You had Oscar Piastri P5. You had Lando Norris P4. Lewis Hamilton P3. Charles Leclerc P2. And that Max guy in P1. Yeah, I just want to touch on a couple. Um, Piastri, from uh, qualifying the day before, uh, good on him. Uh, he's been sort of off all weekend, but um, not bad for him, for sure. And uh, Leclerc, great run by him again. So I do have to correct you here, Joe. Mm. Joe. That placement, that P8 by George Russell, mm -hmm. was before the penalty. Oh, I, I do have to correct you here. So he dropped down to P11 for right. the sprint. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Um, he, yeah, yeah. I got mixed up with the uh, sprint race and the, yeah. Yes. But uh, moving on to the sprint, you had our one and only DNF of Saturday, Lance Stroll. Yeah, I can't honestly tell you um, why. He DNF'd. Um, I, oh, no, I do. He had a uh, a cooling problem. But they had to retire the carpool. So not his fault. Yeah. Uh, P19, you had Logan Sargent. P18, Kevin Magnuson. P17, Zhou Guangyu. P15, Valtteri Bottas. Nope. Uh, you got that backwards. He's P16. Sorry, P16. P15... Nico Ulkenberg. Yeah, we've got to do that now, Danny Rick's back. Uh, P14, Yuki Sonoda. P13, Fernando Alonso. P12, Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, uh, again, good run from him. Um, where we need to see him, basically. Right, he lost a position. He lost one, and there was a bit of a kerfuffle at the start. So, I think he dropped down a few places, and then managed to get back up there. Yeah. So... Uh, P11, you had Esteban Ocon. P10, Oscar Piastri. P9, Albon. Just stayed there. He's like, I'm content here. Yeah. Even I, though I'm not getting any points. He, he was he was close to uh, getting a point due to um, another penalty. By P8, George, George Russell. Yes. He got a... He got a uh, leaving the track and gaining an advantage penalty. 
Yeah, for five seconds, which yeah. we'll get into in a minute. Him and Zhou Guang Yu that one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I knew Zhou was getting investigated. I'm not 100% sure he got a penalty. Uh, he, I think he did receive a penalty. And at this point, I don't think it matters. <laughs> uh, P7, you had Pierre Gasly. P6, you had Carlos Sainz. P5, Sergio Perez. P4, Lando Norris. P3, Charles Leclerc. P2, Lewis Hamilton. So they just swapped. Mm-hmm. They're like, tradesies. Yep. And uh, yeah, P1, Max. Are we surprised? No. Um, I would just like to go over the penalties for uh, leaving the track and gaining advantage. So, how the rules are basically set is you give the place back or you get a penalty. So, normally the case is five seconds. I arguably would want to make the argument, I know that sounds weird, but we're going with it, um, that maybe it should be more. Because realistically, the time you gain from doing that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's been someone who's been affected realistically that much by a five-second point time penalty for that. The only time you're really affected by a five-second penalty is if there's a safety car or a yellow flag where you got to bunch up. Or a red flag. Yeah. That's, then, the only, that's the only time you're really affected by a five-second penalty. Like, for some things, 100% five-second makes sense. But especially in this case, for gaining advantage, you know, off the track, I would argue it should be 10 I mean, you could also go extreme and be like, so let's put this into his perspective, all right? Let's say, let's say George goes off track to gain an advantage, right? Mm-hmm. He passes the car. Yeah. And he's on a flyer of a lap, mm-hmm. right? Gains like three more positions. Yeah. And let's say finishes P3 and he's got a five second penalty, but everyone's far behind him. Yeah. Make the penalty where he has to go behind the driver he overtook. Or drop one spot. You're saying like after the race. Yeah. If you do not give that position back, you have to drop a spot. I mean, it would stop it. I think you'd have lots of arguments on it. And Don't cheat. Well, (laughs) yeah. Don't cheat and it won't happen. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Because you see it all the time where it's like, you know, you got to give the position back and they give the position back. Yeah, which is what they should do. And George didn't. No. So maybe instead of doing, I, I'd say that's an extreme, but you could do it to where they could still serve it during the race and it would have a result and maybe be more like a, like a drive through penalty. You could do a drive through penalty. No, because then that's what, 20, 25 seconds, 15 seconds, anything from like that, right? Depending on the pit lanes we're in. Or, yeah. Because then, I feel like that's kind of fair too. Or even just a mandatory in-race serve. Like, you can't just take the penalty into the race. You have to serve it. Yeah, but what if you get it on, like, the last lap? You can't. You know, then you kind of run into the issues. Yeah. But if you... Okay, so if we, we work this out. So, 
say, yeah, you pass someone off the track, gain advantage, get past, say, three other cars, and the rate that's the last lap, right? For an easy example. In that case, then I would either say you put in that however long the drive through penalty would be for, say 20 seconds for simpleness sake, you drop down 20 seconds. So that puts you wherever it is. Yeah. yeah that, so whether you end up going back down in front of that original driver, or, you know, whether you either drop below the drivers you passed, or whether you drop around one position, whatever it ends up being. But I think it definitely needs to be more substantial than a five second penalty. Because it just it, it doesn't work. A five second penalty is like a slap on the wrist. Especially if you have a quick car, it doesn't matter. If you're in like a Williams, for an easy example, not, you know, bad talking them, but <laughs> um, then it 100% is more effective. But if you're in a Mercedes, a Red Bull, a McLaren, a Ferrari, it means a lot less because you can build that gap. You know? Yeah. And then if you're able to pass three cars from that, then you only drop down one car, which isn't, you know, that's basically worst case, which I don't think is right. Who knows? I know. FIA, I'll be your new president. I'll change up your rules. I promise you, they will no longer be cheating. <laughs> you won't get any track limit violation. You won't get any of that. Uh, you won't get people hitting each other. And Moose will get his eighth championship. We're not driving down that regard. <laughs> or sorry, or is it his ninth? Anyway, we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on to our predictions. Yes. And so, um, yeah. so we're going to start with the sprint shootout. And go into the sprint. We're going to start with our absentee, McKenna. So McKenna's sprint shootout predictions is going to be as followed. As followed or as follows? As followed. Followed. Okay, past tense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, because so these were set in the past. So we're going back in history. Okay. Good so to know. P1, Max Verstappen. Yep. Good guess by her. P2, Charles Leclerc. <sighs> Uh, P3 Norris, so she was off by one. And P4 Piastri, off by one. I'm glad she didn't get those two. Because uh, the luck she's got is unbelievable. Yeah. Alright, going into Joe's predictions. Max P1. Yes. Easy half point. <laughs> Lando P2. Yeah, nope. Charles P3. Uh-huh. And Sainz P4. I go half a point. Yay! Um, <laughs> for me, I had Max P1, mm-hmm. Lando P2, mm-hmm. I had Lewis P3, Okay, and I had Signs P4. Not quite. No. I was, I was a couple positions off. So what I'm hearing from this, I'm still losing. <laughs> this weekend has not been kind to me. Uh, I got no points on Friday, got half a point so the- far. So far. So far. Um, I don't think it's going to get any better, guys. (laughs) Moving to the sprint. Actual. With McKenna. McKenna. Uh, Joe, wait for this one. Uh, McKenna's sprint was Max P1. Yeah. Wait, let me guess. Lewis P2? Yeah. Charles P3? Yeah. 
Uh, and then she had signs before. So she oh, didn't, thank she didn't, God. She didn't clean thank sweep it. God. But like, on, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to copy your guesses at this point. Because I got a lead in this, but like, I don't know how. Uh, oh. McKenna's catching. Like, I overthink these, and she doesn't have a clue what she's talking about. Uh. <laughs> she will back that. I'm not bashing her. It's just, I don't know where she, she needs to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> that's what she needs to do so mckenna on saturday walked away with four points moving on <laughs> to joe's sprint uh, so joe's sprint was i got 0.5 max p1 <laughs> uh, lando p2 yeah piastri p3 yeah i had faith in the wrong and one. lewis p4 moving on <laughs> to zach's race i had max p1 piastri p2 <clears throat> I had Lando P3 and Piastri P4, or Lewis P4. Uh, so we both suck. So I walked away with half point on the sprint race as well. Okay. And um, we'll, we'll do the race after we do a quick review of it. Yeah, we're going to take a quick... I, I will just say, just before we end this whole sprint section, that was one of the most boring sprint races I've ever watched in my entire life. That's <laughs> pretty boring. F1, please change up the format. Do a reverse grid like F2. That'd be interesting. Spice it up. Why not? Right? But don't 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 do reverse grid from qualifying. In my opinion, take out the qualifying. Mm. Right? Reverse the standings. Oh. Okay, like the driver's standings. Yeah. Oh. So let's say okay. Let's go into hypothetical world right 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 here right now right right here right hypothetical now. world entering three two one we're there welcome to hypothetical F one in the sun okay this is where all the magic happens Mexico Grand Prix let's just say we're we're gonna have a sprint race now uh-huh. hypothetical world we're having a Mexico Grand Prix sprint race yeah and we take out the shootout and we just put the race yeah here is the starting grid mm-hmm. we're gonna do this F one style so we're gonna start from the back. P20, Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. P19, Sergio Perez. Wait, let me just guess what Checo is going to end up. P12? <laughs> but honestly, that... Like... Yes, keep going. P18, Lewis Hamilton. P17, Fernando Alonso. P15, Carlos Sainz. Mm-hmm. P14, Lando Norris. 13, Charles Leclerc. 12, George Russell. We're going to skip all the way through the half. P1, Daniel Ricardo. P2, Logan Sargent. Let's go. Yes, I would 1,000% watch that. Right? And think about it, too, is like, it'll always be changing. Because people pass each other in the standings. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or just to randomize it even more. Because why not? Draw a hat? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though. Like I know, bingo it's... style. Just put position one through twenty in a in a in a in a roller, and just reach your hand. And where am I starting? Pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be wild. Uh but no. Honestly, I think if they just did, if they took the shootout out, right? Because think about it too. Then then you save tires. They want to go net zero by twenty thirty. You gotta, that's true. You got you got to take less tires. Yeah, you don't have that qualifying. Anymore. They've already put it so you can only take you can take fewer tires now yeah you take out three full sessions i'd just like to point out 
they they do that, but yet they still bring wet weather tires to every single race <laughs> in a desert. So yes, moving on. Well, hey, it rains on there in F one twenty three, like the video game. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the cars drive through a wall in F one twenty three. Um, <laughs> but back back into hypothetical F one. So, oh, that wasn't hypothetical. Well, I'm getting us back on track. Okay. okay. Yeah, because we're we're losing it. Yeah, we tend to do that. Um, we're not the most structured podcast. You you save tires because you're doing three less sessions, mm-hmm. and you get an exciting race. Yeah, because you you don't know where they're gonna end up. Right. So instead of having Logan and Daniel fighting for P15 or wherever the heck they're sitting, they're going to turn one fighting for the lead. Imagine that. No, no. Better yet. Imagine. We're going back a bit. Start of the season. Logan Sargent, Nick DeVries. On the front row. That's what I'm saying. They crash each other out into the first corner. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but you know, that that's what I'm saying. Is like, How interesting would that be? I would like to see it. It would get people there on Saturday. Now, I'm not saying they can't get people there on Saturday. Well, no, that's the whole point of the, the sprint, right? Oh, it's to get view attention. Whether it be track attendance and or uh, people watching. So, why not spice it up? Because like, the sprints work only when the weather is interesting. If the weather's boring, like this weekend... Then what do you have? Nothing really interesting. And here's another point, right? Hmm. So let's look at P15 to P20 in the standings, right? So Nico Hulkenberg at nine points. Yuki Sonoda at eight points. Joe Guangyu at six. K-Meg at three. We're going to take Liam Lawson out of there because he's not racing anymore. Logan Sargent, one. And Daniel Ricardo zero, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you reverse this and you leave the points alone in the sprint. So you get top eight, get points. Yeah. How close are these battles going to be for the standings? Especially when it comes to teams, right? That's true. So put let, let's look at it this way, right? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump to constructors right now, right? Constructors chant standings. I'm going to take Williams right now. Williams is sitting at 26. Mm-hmm. Would they be closer to Alpine? Because now Logan Sargent might be scoring sprint race points. Definitely have better odds. Right? Is Alpha Tauri and Haas higher in points because their drivers are getting sprint points? Yeah. I mean, honest, I'm not against this at all. I think they really need to do something to spice up sprint races. And it gives Max what he wants. A challenge? He wants to fight. Yeah, it's true. He wants to fight for positions. Stick him at the back of the grid. No better fight than going from 20 to 1. <laughs> I don't think he'd manage to do it, but he'd get pretty bloody close. I honestly think he would get points. Oh, that without question. He would get a minimum of 12 positions gained. Yeah. Right? But now, right? Going back to drivers... Look at the names of drivers in front of Max. Sergio, Lewis, Alonso, Sainz, Norris, Leclerc, Russell. These, are, these aren't easy people to pass. It's true. It definitely, definitely make it interesting. Um, 
I really hope they look at something like this seriously for 2024 for sprint races because honestly we're probably just going to keep getting more and more sprint races because they want more people watching throughout the whole weekend which honestly i'm not against but they've got to be interesting races right it's you need you get the people there but you don't want people to go home pleased you want them to go home excited yeah well well this weekend's a perfect example um i fell asleep halfway through the sprint race <laughs> I legitimately, now this has nothing to do with me being up till four in the morning the night before, but I, I fell asleep during the sprint race. So I had to go back and rewatch it. But like, it was that boring. I was doing the dishes during the sprint race. Yeah. So like, I don't know. They got to do something because this is. I, th- I am honest. Unless they can manipulate the weather, then that'd be interesting. And then get better wet tires. I am putting it out there in the universe. Take out sprint qualifying because mm-hmm. we never really had those, anyways. Nope, this is the first year of them. That rubbish, right? Take them out and just reverse your standing grid. Yep, I think that would be so much more exciting. It would definitely bring another like spice to it because you don't know what's going to happen, right? You've got your championship leaders at the back of the pack, not because they did anything wrong, it's just that's the sprint. Mm-hmm. You got your drivers who struggled to score points in the race. Yep. Battling for points. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you take Haas for a perfect example, they've got crap tire wear throughout their whole thing. So they can't do great in a race. But a sprint like this, they could optimize their car for it. So they could score points every sprint mm-hmm. weekend. Right. And they could score they could score good points. And then ironically, the more they score, the lower down they'd be. Right? That's what makes it exciting. Yeah. Because you can't you can't try and tank to get high in the qual in sprint. Because if you do good in sprint, now you're moving up. Yep. Now let's say, you know, Logan Sargent wins a sprint race. Mm-hmm. Well now he's not on the front row. Now he's second row, third row. Yep. Right? Like I don't give other drivers an opportunity to start from pole. Yeah, it would shake things up. It would make it exciting. I would, I would tune in. Uh, obviously, I do turn, tune into every sprint race. But I would honestly look forward to Saturdays more than Sundays sometimes. Yep, and I wouldn't fall asleep during it. Okay. So uh, F one, please listen to us. There's actually some logic here. Um, you want to go net zero? Take out the shootout. Save those tires. Right. Yep. Reverse grid, reverse standings for the sprint race. And bring back V10s. <laughs> run them on... Um, At that point, bring back the purple tires. That too. <laughs> and ru- run the V10s off of um, EcoFuel. It's a thing. It's out in the world. People use it in race cars. Sebastian Vettel used it in his F1 car. Yeah. Do that. Get rid of the hybrid system. Bring us back cool, smaller, cooler sounding cars. And make it exciting. That's that's our petition. Uh, if someone want, can make a thing with to get signatures, uh, I will sign it. <laughs> I think we should probably be the ones to make it. Zach, I'm I, I'm not that smart at the computer stuff. Joe, there's a website for it. it does it all for you. You just got to enter in there. Like, that's go, true. We just got to find just, it on Google. Go fund me. 
not not GoFundMe, but there's a like GoFundMe style of yeah, petition uh, where you yeah. just got to enter in the name of what you want. That's true. So, um, so build traction on this. Reach out to the FIA. Tell them they don't know what they're doing. They should employ us, and we'd fix their sport. Do you know who'd be a good sponsor for this? Hmm. Michael Massey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Send and it off to Gunther Steiner too. After that, we're gonna take a quick break right now, and we're... before Zach says anything else, a little iffy. <laughs> and we're gonna move on to uh, Sunday's race. All right, so we're back from break. Yeah, and we uh, tattled some points, and it's... tattled. We tallied. Whatever. Tallied, Words are hard. Tallied some points. Um, and, but before uh, we do that, Jesus Christ, that's a prep for you guys. Stay tuned. Show <laughs> just got a little uncomfy. Oh. So we're gonna go into the race. Yes. Um, honestly, I'd say up until Lando pitted the last time, it's a pretty boring race. My my one word definition for it would be um, okay. Yeah, I and mean, that's not like a good okay. That's just like a okay. I mean, Max had to work for this one. And, like, I know we've said that before, but no, Max had to work for this win. And he was managing some sort of issue. I haven't seen Red Bull come out with anything yet. Yeah, something about his brakes. Yeah. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. We had uh, two DNFs uh, due to them bumping into it, huh? Yeah, um, we had two DNFs and D- two DQ, or no, three DNFs and two DQs. But we're going to get into the DQs later. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Controversy. Is it controversy, or is it just facts that are weird? Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start from the bottom as always. On lap six, Esteban Ocon, with his league leading, uh, what would this be seventh retirement? Yeah, quite a few. I think they said six, but he's already had six, so I think he's on seven. Either that or I can't do math. Well, you can't do math, and it's mm-hmm. quite a few. I know um, he's leading the F1 in retirements. Yeah, for Which is sure. a stat you don't want to lead in. No. <laughs> um, and I will just say something with the... Uh, whoever was the F1 uh, camera guy for his pit box, terrible job. <laughs> he pulled into the pits, and the guy was recording the other side that he got hit on, <laughs> where there was no damage. <laughs> you have one job. We want to see... What broke? Yep. And even when they cut back to him and they, the car was in the garage, they didn't even... It was like, I don't know, a, a two-second clip of the damage? Yeah. Do better, please. I'm um, not just... I'm, I'm not trying to complain, but, you know, that was just the one thing that paid attention to me in the race. Yeah. Uh, the next retirement was the other car involved in that incident, uh, Oscar Piastri. Yeah. Um... Looks like I'm surprised Oscar didn't have uh, more damage. I think it was suspension. Yeah, because his right wheel went pretty hard left. It was his left wheel. No, it was his right. Are we we're going about... around a left-hand corner. Okay, we're talking. About... Was we're, on the we're, we're talking about a different one because the one I saw was they just come out of what looked like a right, and Esteban Ocon came in from the left. Okay, then I'm thinking about a different one. You are thinking about a different one. Anyway, Oscar Piastri retired on lap 10. Sad to see, especially after last week, last race. Yeah, he just wasn't having a great weekend this weekend. Um, which, to be fair, 
I think is the only weekend he hasn't had a good weekend. Well, ever since like Austria, because McLaren didn't have a very good well, start of the season. He still hasn't had a bad weekend. That's true. Yeah, his like car he had, had a bad car. The cars had bad weekends, but, but he, Piastri hasn't really had a bad weekend. And considering he's a rookie, he's rookie of the year. Like his only competition is Logan Sargent. Great job. I mean, he had one off weekend. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's better than uh, Max. Yeah. Even had more than one off weekend. Yeah. So well done for him. Yeah. So yeah. So P twenty Espanacon P nineteen. Um. Honestly, you can't even really call it that. We're just gonna skip that. And the third driver to DNF was Fernando Alonso. He had just a horrific weekend. Aston Martin just forgot what a car was. Um, this big upgrade package they brought didn't work. Uh, both Alonso and Stroll started from the pit lane because Alonso wanted his old car back, and they made adjustments to Stroll's car. I mean, Stroll finished in points. Yeah, but it just it just didn't work. You could see them both struggling all weekend. Just yeah, yeah something's not right. Yeah. Um, but moving into cars that did finish the race, we're into our lapped cars. There's only three of them this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, P15, you had Daniel Ricardo in his first race back. Yeah. He... This, this, I, McKenna and I called this comeback part two. Because he came back for a race and then got hurt. Now he's, in his, now he's in his second comeback. That's true. And I wouldn't say his placing is so much on him as it is on the team's... Basically a one-stop strategy. Yeah. Uh, they threw him onto softs near the end. I think with like six laps left. Something like that. Um, Just as sort of a Hail Mary. They really should have done a two-stop. And I think he would have either been in points or very close. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunate for him, but not his fault. Yeah. P14, you had Kevin Magnuson. And P13, you had Zhou Guangyu. Um... Yeah, the Haas also had upgrades answered from the pit lane. Uh, this they, they brought very aerodynamic heavy upgrades. And uh, they they didn't really do much. Nope, they... If I anything, mean, they ended probably a little higher than they usually do on average, but... We always had three DNFs. Yeah. Um, moving into the top 12, you had Valtteri Bottas in P12. Uh, you had Nico Hulkenberg, that hoss, in P11. Mm-hmm. And Joe, brace yourself. I'm braced. P10. Logan Sargent. He got a point. I'm speechless. Somebody play the celebrate good times. Come <laughs> on. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know they're playing that right now, Williams. <laughs> yeah. I, I will just say... He got it from a technicality. Hey, tomato, tomato. <laughs> but he got but a point. He got a point and he finished the race. <laughs> he finished both races this weekend. Tuesday morning, we're getting an announcement. Logan Sargent resigns with Williams. No, please don't. <laughs> I know. Please. <laughs> like, congrats to him. Um, finally got something. But... 
can, can I just ask though, is that the longest it's taken somebody to get points in a modern F1 season? No. No? No. <laughs> you don't sound very confident in that. Well he he's he started this season, right? Yeah. So no, I don't think so. I mean you look at the Haas. Right? I don't think they've got much. Alpha Tauri probably took Yuki a hot minute. Alright. So I just did a quick Google search. Mm-hmm. So Logan Sargent is nowhere near this little record. Yeah, I was gonna say it's... the record is fifty race starts. Oh. <laughs> but oh. this was in like the eighties and nineties. That's uh that's that's still a lot. It is it is still a lot, but so Logan Sargent is nowhere near that record, but it took him this long to score a point. When all of his rookie counterparts outside of one that didn't make the rest of the season were scoring points. I in in I I could argue defense if it was a Williams from a few years ago. But it's not. No, it's a Williams that could easily be top ten. Yeah. Well, or at no. least top fifteen. Easily, yeah, is the wrong word. On the right tracks, it can get points. Easily. Yeah. Um, oh. Hey, <laughs> Logan Sargent, welcome to the points. It's the last one of the season you're going to get. And we had a Williams side-by-side with Alex Albon P9. Yeah. Do you know uh, what this means? Mm-hmm. Alex Albon now is only responsible for 99.999% of the points in Williams. <laughs> Good to know. I, I on on that topic, I will uh I read a stat um today actually. And in the I believe it was either Friday's qualifying or the sprint qualifying, Alex Albon was closer to Max Verstappen than to his own teammate by a lot. That's not a good sign. No, that's really not. No, I I think that was for the sprint. And yeah, not... uh, Yeah, it was for the sprint. But not good. No. I'm honestly... I'm just happy to see it, man. He deserves it. Alex or Logan? Logan. Hmm. Does he? Yeah. If he didn't crash so much, he'd probably have some points. Anyway. (laughs) P8. Yuki Sonoda. Good race from him. Who also got fastest lap. He did. That kind of snuck out under the radar because uh, Daniel got it when he threw in softs. And then I guess Yuki was like, not today. Yeah, they pulled Yuki in on the last lap, put a set of softs on. It was like, go get that set. Oh, did they? Yeah. They put, oh. so- they put softs on Yuki. Oh, I didn't realize he had that gap to do it. Yep. So they put softs on Yuki. It was like, go get that fast lap. And he did it. He took the checkered flag and got the fastest lap of the weekend. Yeah, good run from him. Uh, no issues. Yep. Uh, we touched on him a little earlier. P7, Lance Stroll. Yeah, uh, decent quiet, result for him. Quiet race. Zach, the whole race is boring. <laughs> but Lance Stroll had a quiet race. you got to remember what happened last year when we were here. That's true. He sent Fernando Alonso on two wheels. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so quiet race is a good race. Yeah. 
Uh, moving into P6, you had Pierre Gasly. Good result for him. Yep. Uh, P5, you had George Russell. He wasn't sort of on top of the ball this weekend. I don't know. He may have just off. But no. and, and I mean, on the radio messages during the race, Sergio was complaining a lot. You know, George is off. George is off. George is off. Yeah. They and he see- never really saw. I mean, he got investigated at the very beginning of the race for passing outside the track and gaining an advantage again. They didn't do anything about it. We saw a lot of leniency this weekend. Like, which is weird since we've seen some races where we get like, Oh, you're, you're half of a half of a millimeter over the line. Five seconds. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I wish they were consistent. Like it's not that hard. Apparently it is. Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, P4, Sergio Perez Good result from him Only if he could get that every weekend He may be Wouldn't be threatened to lose a seat mm-hmm. um, Now Before we go into the top three Before we move on to the podium mm-hmm. We are going to get into this Controversial area Is it controversial? Eh, we're <laughs> going to get into this messed up time So Listen carefully. The original podium. Yes. As in the podium that went up there and celebrated was Lando Norris P3, mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton P2, mm-hmm. and Max P1. Yeah. With Charles Leclerc P4. Yes. No. Yeah. No, he was P5. Sons was in front of him. Right, right, right. Yeah, P5. Sorry. Yeah, Carlos Sainz was P4. We say was, you'll find out. So that was the podium that went up there, got the trophies, did the champagne shower. Mm -hmm. Lando, Lewis, Max. Yeah. What, an hour later? Yeah, about that after the race. About an hour, hour and a half, hour to two hours later, FIA releases a statement that Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc have been DQ'd disqualified from the Austin that GP. that was a little later um they first released they were under investigation for their skid plate being outside the the so boundaries of the rules which essentially when you see sparks fly underneath or out the back of a f1 car going down a straight or whatever uh they have a like a wear plate essentially on the bottom of the, the floor um and this is how they determine ride height, if you're too low, etc. Um, so they, after every race, they scrutinize cars. Um, I'm not sure if they do this every weekend, but they choose cars at random. But before you continue with this, mm-hmm. they only chose four cars to investigate. Yeah. Max, Lewis, Lando, and Charles. 50% of the cars they chose failed. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what the rest of the grid looks like. Right. But, yeah, so the, then they release a statement saying they're under investigation for the web plate being too thin. Um, and then, as Zach said, a few hours after that, where I think it was a little later, quite a bit later actually, that they released the statement <laughs> saying that um, they got disqualified. Yeah, so Lewis and Charles, in all intents and purposes, DNF. Yeah. Standings-wise. 
And I'm so, not sure if this comes with a fine for the teams or not. I imagine so. Not entirely sure. We'll find out in the next coming days. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, Sergio Perez was is now P4. The new podium is Carlos Sainz P3, mm-hmm. Lando Norris P2, mm-hmm. and nothing changes up top. Max Verstappen P1. Yeah. Now, I can't remember the last time I've seen disqualification. Uh, honestly, I don't remember the last time I've seen one, let alone two, in the same season or race. Yeah, so it's definitely been a while um, since this has happened. And it's something you don't really hear about very often as a, as a thought. Um, but I mean, it makes sense. Uh, the car at that point is basically illegal. So makes sense for disqualification. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sort of is what it is. They can't fight it. So. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Because, I mean, you can't really blame that on the drivers. No, no. I mean, you can't, you can't blame it on the drivers at all. They had no idea. It's entirely on the team. Right? I just... Honestly, though, at the same time, if 50% of the cars you tested failed, would you not test the rest of the field? I think I would. Or at least another group. Right? Another five cars, say. Yeah, do another four. Yeah. And, and, if, then, and if 50 per- if, if If I was the guys investigating, right? I picked mm-hmm. four cars, and 50% of them failed, I'd be like, okay, give me another four. Because yeah. if one of them fails, you're going to give me another four after that. Yeah. Right? Just hopefully you're at the bottom of the grid and uh, they don't get to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Unfortunate. It happens. Not very often. Not very often. You don't see DQs very often, but it does happen. So essentially Lando had to give his trophy to his former teammate Mm -hmm. and good friend. Yep. And Lewis had to give his trophy to his fellow countrymen. Mm -hmm. And Max just took his home. Yep. <laughs> Put it on the shelf. I will say it is kind of incredible. You think, like, Red Bull has, yes, the fastest car, and that yet they haven't ever been in breach of the rules. Well, now, I'm not talking cost cap. Okay. <laughs> I'm not talking catering. I was going to say, uh, they have as, broken cost cap a but, couple times. But as far as car, to get to, like, this point, like, it's just kind of interesting to see. I Well, I mean, you got to think about it, too. They started on next year's car in August. Yeah. Like, their car is probably fully built already. Mm. Um, whereas all the other teams are probably just starting. Or... Well, I mean, Aston Martin and Haas, I have no idea what they're doing still. <laughs> So they're going back to the drawing board. Uh, maybe a phone call to Red Bull or Mercedes or McLaren. And be like, help. <laughs> uh, we need to fix this a little bit, please. And uh, yeah, so see what happens. I mean, hey, there was, there was some nice hope from Lewis's garage today. Outside of the DQ, he had a good, he had a good weekend. He did have a great weekend. Um, they also brought upgrades. Yeah. This weekend. And there's worked. There's, the there's did part. work. Um, some didn't. There's did. 
So now we're going to look at our predictions. Uh, I will just say uh, one thing. If Lewis didn't get a disqualification, I, I think he'd be, what, 10 to 15 points away from Checo's P2? Uh, Something like that? 15 to 20. And uh, that'd put a lot more pressure on Checo, but uh, he won this mm. round, so it's good for round. him. And he's got all he. Hey, listen, he's got all the advantages going into next weekend. <laughs> it's, yeah. his, it's his home That's bloody true. race. But Just before we get across, we don't hear retirement. <laughs> before we get ahead of ourselves, we're gonna go into the race predictions. Mm-hmm. See how well we did here. Well, let's see how well McKenna did. Yeah, let's be realistic. Because <laughs> McKenna kind of won this weekend. Yeah. So, speaking of McKenna, we're going to start with hers. So she guessed Max P1, Lewis P2. Glad the disqualification happened. Uh, Signs P3. Mm-hmm. So she got that because of the disqualification. <laughs> yeah. And Russell P4. With her overperformer as Gasly, P7. And yeah. Alonzo as her underperformer, who had a terrible weekend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how she... I'm glad we don't give points to that, but I, I don't know how she does this. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe's race was Max P1. Easy points. Lando P2. Yeah, thank you, DQ. Charles Leclerc P3. Could have been, would have been, should have been. Lewis P4. And Joe was a dummy and didn't tell me his overperformer. I did. I had uh, Logan Sargent and Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, yes, yes. Didn't you put Logan Sargent as your over? No, he was my under. Oh, he should have been your over. (laughs) I think. Yes, because we had the whole debate on uh, how can Logan Sargent underperform our expectations. Well, he certainly overperformed our expectations this weekend. Yes, he uh, he certainly did. Uh, moving on to my race, I had Max P1, Lando P2, Lewis P3, Piastri P4, with my overperformer as Daniel Ricciardo and my under as George Russell. Yeah, pretty accurate. You won that one too. This has not been a strong weekend for Joe. <laughs> Joe going you or Joe. Yeah. So, uh, Mexico, I hope we do a bit better. Hey, I expect points out of Logan Sargent now. Good luck with that one. Uh, I will just give you a quick rundown of our totals so far. Uh, so this is overall for the, uh, up to date right now after this weekend. So, I guess we should start with McKenna, since she's the one who's doing great all of a sudden. So, she got, what was it, seven and a half points from this weekend, which brings her total up to 26.5 points. <laughs> yeah. Zach's total, I think he got, what, three points this weekend? Yeah, probably. And which brings his total up to 21.5 points. And me with my, what, one point? I think. 1.5. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I'm up to 32 points. So not 33. Not 33. Math's hard. So I'm still winning slightly, but um, we do have one more sprint race happening this week, this uh, season. So uh, if McKenna pulls out another seven points, I will be losing badly. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we sit so far. Uh, yeah. I think that pretty much wraps up uh, this inconvenience. All right. So before we wrap up this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to take one last break. Okay. We're going to come back from break. And there's one thing I want to touch on going to the rest of this season. So we'll be right back, guys. Okay, back from break. Joe, mm. going into this rest of the season, mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. Lando Norris just passed Charles Leclerc in points. Yeah. Where do you see him ending? How many points to uh, signs? 12. Oh. And 24 points to Alonso. So theoretically, in Mexico, if Sainz and Alonso were to DNF or be outside the top 10 and Lando won, he would pass both of them and go into P4. At the end of the season, honestly, I do see him ending P4. You do? He's not going to catch Lewis. No. He's not. We We have four races left. Okay, if we realistically do some math here. So... Pulling out a calculator because, as we figured out before, guys, we are not good at math. So, if Lando was to finish second for the rest of this season, do third. Okay, so if he was to finish third, which mm-hmm. is fifteen points, yeah, he would get forty-five points. And where's Charles? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Remember that whole thing bad at math. <laughs> Oh my goodness, guys. What am I doing? Uh, Zach can't figure out a calculator. <laughs> if he were to get 15 points for the next four races, he would get 60 points. Yeah. So, and if we put... Oh, where's Alonso finished recently? Not that high. Let's so, let's say P8. Alonso... P8, P6, sort of. Best case. Yeah. Easy. In front of Alonso. Easy. Land- I bet money on it. Lando Norris, P4 in the driver's standings. Yeah, and I'm poor. So I, you know I'm confident. <laughs> yeah, I, I can easily see Lando. No, first of all, I can see him passing Carlos like next weekend. Yeah. And we have a sprint race still coming. Yes, we have our sprint in Interlagos. So that's extra points as well. Yes. So... That's what I'm saying. It's like Lando P4 in the driver's standings. 100%. Yes, guaranteed. Yeah? Yep. Next question. Mm-hmm. How quickly does Lewis catch Sergio? <laughs> oh, how big is the gap now? The gap is sitting at 39 points due to uh, Lewis's DQ. Three races. So you think they're going into the last race to decide P2 in the standings? I think in the last race, Lewis will be ahead of Checo. So you think going into Abu Dhabi, Lewis is going to be P2 in the standings? Correct. See, I think we're going to get a repeat of next year. Not as close, but, you know, Sergio needs to finish 
you know, like P4 or higher. And Lewis has to like podium to win. And you know what? I see Lewis doing it. I see Lewis podiuming. Podiuming? Getting on the podium. On the podium. <laughs> and realistically, as much as I love Checo, I don't see him being that consistent. So I'm going to, yeah. Easy. Abu Dhabi, Lewis will be ahead. Yeah. Because and... again, if Lewis just gets third place for the rest of the season, 60 points. Mm-hmm. We just did that math. We did. Had to do it a few times. But we got there in the end. But we did it, right? Except the sprint race. You didn't have the sprint race in. Okay, so let's say he gets five points. Let's just put it there. Yeah. So 65 points, right? Mm-hmm. And Checo walks away with 20? Yeah. Yeah, that would put Lewis... Yeah, if Sergio, over the next four races, was to walk away with 20 points... That would put him at 260 points. If Lewis was to get 65 points over the next four races, that puts him at 266. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an interesting... We're getting a repeat of last year with you... Sergio and Charles. Yeah, and it didn't work out for Checo. <laughs> no, no, it, it, did, it really didn't. No. Now, mind you, that one was a little different. He could have... He could have secured P2 in Brazil, but we're not going to talk about that. Well, why not? Because <laughs> Max was like, no, <laughs> don't tell me to do that. Um, but yeah, we're getting to the point where, you know, at the beginning of the season, we were like, nobody's going to catch Red Bull. And now it's turned into just nobody's going to catch Max, but there's Checo. Catch him. If Checo would have kept form with the start of his season... There would be no chance anyone would catch him. If if Perez was still in the same form as the first four races of the season, we wouldn't have a champion yet. Uh, okay, let's be realistic. We don't. We no seriously. Let's be realistic. Like, if, yes, if like, Perez kept his form at the beginning of the year, he was podium. He was getting podiums and winning races. That's true. We'd still know Max would win. Yeah, but we wouldn't be sitting here saying. Max has already been crowned three-time world champion. Potentially. But either way, there wouldn't be a title fight on for P2. No, there wouldn't be. Max would be at his 466 points, and Czech would probably be around 400-ish. But he hasn't kept that form. No, and he's 39 points ahead of Lewis. So I still stick with my previous Mm -hmm. prediction. If he loses P2, he loses a seat. Oh, 100%. And I really hope he doesn't retire next weekend. Well, announce his retirement next weekend. Well, yeah. He's not going to retire next weekend. Well, his car might. Yeah. His car's probably like, just put me out of my misery, guys. Yep. Just (laughs) give me Daniel. Put put me in a museum or something. Just just ship me to Alpha Tower already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Okay, one more more question. mm -hmm. Does Lewis win a race this year? Had a very good chance today. Yeah, we didn't take it, arguably because of the team, but and he got DQ'd. But uh... and there's one race in particular that I'm thinking of, hmm. where he had that amazing drive a few years ago, hmm. Interlagos. 
does suit his car. It suits his car? It suits him. Much like this track. But Interlagos is known for when Hamilton did that amazing literal last to first drive. So that begs the question. Does Lewis win a race this year? No. No? No. Do you think he's going to go two years without winning a race? Correct. Does Lando win a race this year? <laughs> no. Unless Max is sick. Then they both potentially could win a race. You th- So you think as long as Max is on the grid, they're not winning a race? Correct. What percentage do you give them winning a race? With Max on the grid? Yeah. 13? 13. I give each of them 25. I think they each have a 25% chance. After, Especially after watching this weekend. Like, yes, you can say Max was having problems, yada, yada, yada. Who's to say he doesn't have problems again? That's true. But knowing Red Bull, they would have fixed that issue. Well, at least you hope they would. I'm sticking by my prediction. No. Max on the grid, no. I think... The best chance for somebody else to win Unless a race. Unless he's really hungover, maybe. I, I think the best chance for anybody. I'm not even just going to say Lando or Lewis. Mm-hmm. For anybody other than a Red Bull and a Max to win a race, just like that happened in Singapore, is Interlagos. You have one straight. You're not wrong. It's probably their best chance. But it's not going to happen. I think that I think that is the best chance that anybody other than Max wins a race because the Red Bull is suited. Now, over this last two months, we've seen the Red Bull just become amazing in slow corners now. Um, but they won't be able to. They'll only have one straight to really, you know, use their their straight line speed. Yeah, and everything else. Is twists and turns. Doesn't matter. I'm going to call it. Max isn't winning Brazil. That's your your prediction? Yeah. Five bucks. Why are we betting five bucks? Because I think you're wrong. I don't think Max is going to win Brazil. And I have this much confidence unless he's sick. (laughs) If he's sick, then yes. I'm not going to shake on it. I'm just, I'm just saying. You don't have that much faith then. It's by predictions. Exactly. Max is not winning Interlagos. He's not. Unless he's sick. He and won't. I'm a Max fan. I want him to win. I I'm just... a realist. And he's going to win. Unless he's <laughs> sick. So your hopes and dreams can hold out. But yeah. you're wrong. I Listen, if there's any track left on this year that it can happen, it's Interlagos. Because when we go to Vegas, he's going to lap the whole field. You're not wrong. There. That is the best chance. Is Are they going to do it? No. Yeah. Hey, real quick, is Williams going to get a podium in Las Vegas? <laughs> Since their car is built for speed? They'll have a long DRS train. <laughs> DRS train from P20 to P2? Imagine this. Reverse grid in Vegas. <laughs> Jeez. Everyone's stuck behind Logan Sargent. Uh not happening <laughs> oh that'd be funny anyway 
Any other silly questions from you? <laughs> no, that is it. I think we are good. That was this weekend's GP. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I enjoyed this GP this year than I have in previous years. This was a boring weekend. Boring sprint. Boring race. We're going to move on from this inconvenience to Mexico, which is a great track, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, so Sergio's be... retirement weekend. Nope. <laughs> We're going to have a good race next weekend. Um, and we will see you guys on uh, on Friday. Yeah. With our predictions, and hopefully, hopefully, I'm more correct in time. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, well, you guys have a good rest of your Monday or whatever day you're listening to this on. We will have a good week here in Canada. We're about to get that white stuff. Yeah, no, stop talking about it. it won't come if we don't talk about it. And the, when that came out of my mouth, I am talking about snow. Da, 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 da. Snow. No. It's that time of the year. It's Zach, coming. Zach, Zach, I work outside. We're not talking about this. It's not coming. It's all a myth. <laughs> Moving on. It's coming. The car has been put away for the winter. It's coming. It's here. No, <laughs> I refuse to accept that. You guys have yourselves a good week. <laughs> we'll catch you Friday night. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you liked what we talked about today in our podcast and everything else we'll talk about in the future, the best way to support us is by subscribing to our podcast, both on Spotify and Apple podcast, as well as giving us a five-star review. We do have social media as well. So check us out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at F1 in the sun. All of the information will be linked in the descriptions of every podcast, as well as in the description of our Apple and Spotify podcasts. And we will see you next week.